This is News Talk. Some emotional photos on the front of the Irish Examiner of Ukrainian refugees taking in their new surroundings at the Kingsley Hotel in Cork. Children with their teddies and with smiles on their faces. The main story on the Examiner is that up to 200,000 people from Ukraine could arrive in Ireland in the coming weeks. It's amazing. We've gone from 20,000 to 100,000. Now, apparently, the Cabinet will discuss today 200,000 Ukrainian refugees. Frantic efforts, we're told, are being made to house them all. A significant Ukraine memorandum for ministers will say that hotels, vacant homes, B&Bs, community centres, properties of religious orders and spare rooms in homes across the country are being sourced for those fleeing the Russian invasion. And the Irish Examiner understands that a nationwide sweep of vacant properties is being undertaken. It looks like they're going to bring in estate agents and they'll see, do they know of any sort of spare properties, vacant properties that could be used. The Irish Times has a photograph of a Russian missile attack on a shopping centre. And I say a shopping centre, it's been left to absolute dust now in Kiev. At least eight people dead after that. The Irish Times says Ukraine still fighting to retain control of Mariupol after rejecting that Russian ultimatum to surrender the city, essentially, in order to be able to let people flee Mariupol. Uh, Ukraine still fighting, though, and still trying to hold on to Mariupol. On to other news, and the Irish Times tells us that Sinn Féin has told the EU that Europe must prepare for change as Irish reunification has moved centre stage. Very interesting comments here from Mary Lou MacDonald. She argues that unification has never been so widely discussed before, and Mary Lou has told EU diplomats that uh, a united Ireland is being talked about in every town and city in Ireland, not in aspirational tones, but as a realistic, achievable and necessary future. And really Sinn Féin telling the EU, get your house in order, because apparently this is coming down the tracks and Sinn Féin has an outreach effort to embassies in Dublin, surpassing that of other political parties. So they're working hard on this. The Irish Daily Mail warns of our food supply. It says that Ireland's food supplies are under threat. Farmers and fishermen, among those warning of shortages of urgent action, is not taken. Food producers have been left unable to make a living and they're warning of empty supermarket shelves if the government does not act. Well, the government will say it is acting because if you read the front of the Irish Independent, farmers who grow crops hit by war to get 12 million euro and this is the news that for every hectare uh, of crop, extra hectare of crop that a farmer grows this year to help out with food supply issues, that farmer will get 400 euro per hectare as part of a 12 million euro scheme. The Irish Daily Mirror and the Irish Sun and the Star as well all go with the fact that a man has been held over the shooting dead of Sandra Boyd in Finglas in Dublin. Um, So there's a lot of coverage in that in the papers as well. As there is coverage too of the government's bid to have the Euro 2028 tournament in Ireland. The Irish Examiner says the government will today decide to officially back the FAI's involvement to host Euro 2028. And as we heard in the news there, it looks like no one else is going for the bid. So it'll be Ireland, Scotland, Wales, England and Northern Ireland. And it looks like it'll be a big boost to the economy. And I suppose if you have government support for it, that will boost the FAI's chances of 
getting the tournament. But if no one else is applying for it, only Ireland, Scotland, England, Wales and Northern Ireland, well, you'd have to say the chances look pretty good for that. Irish Times has a lot of coverage of a four-day St. Patrick's weekend. Apparently the tourism industry all wants it as well. So we've just come off the back of these four days off uh, for a lot of people. Some people had to work and apparently there are growing calls now for that to become an annual <clears throat> four-day event rather than having St. Bridget's Day off in February and then St. Patrick's Day off have the four-day weekend. I don't know, I did enjoy it. Uh, There's too much of a good thing. I kind of felt I was away on holidays or something. Maybe the weather helped as well. Uh, It's a long old haul from January the whole way through till March. I know there's a big debate on Lunchtime Live on News Talk about this yesterday. Uh, listen, we'll take it if you can get it, but I just think there's a long period there between January and March. Maybe it would be nice to have a day off. Final story for you comes from the mail. I hadn't seen this, but very, very uh, nice news for the makers of Dairy Girls because the Simpsons have given it their seal of approval. The Channel, Channel 4 show uh, is going to return to screen shortly, but in the meantime, a new episode of The Simpsons features Homer on a visit to an ice cream parlour called Dairy Girls Ice Cream and producers have confirmed it is a treat or a, a bit of respect for the Dairy Girls show so that's nice have to be honest I didn't realise The Simpsons was still going but for fans of the show they certainly copped this anyway On 106 to 108 FM and at Newstalk.com This, this is Newstalk